Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. I'll tell you one man who would have been really proud to see the boys fight back this morning in the early hours. Well, it's a man who had a lot to do with the Black Caps in a former life. He's now the CEO of Taranaki Rugby. It's Mike Sandal, former manager of the Black Caps. And we're talking Silver Lake because yesterday was a historic day for New Zealand rugby. The Silver Lake deal has been passed. We can move forward now. And the real work starts. Where do you spend this money? How do you make sure you safeguard the game and get the legacy of our national sport right? Mike Sandal's on the line with us this morning. Morning, Mike. Morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, really well. How are you doing? Uh, yesterday's result, uh, a great one for Taranaki in particular, and, and I'm sure you would have been happy. You, you, would have, you weren't the one that voted against. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be the great unanswered question, isn't it? Um, no, certainly we weren't the one down here. And uh, no, I think it is a really good day, and it's um, you know been a couple of years in the making, um, and it's taken time, but I think it was certainly certainly worth extra time to, to make sure that been a pretty good deal and it's exciting for, for places such as Taranaki. Mike, what does it mean for, for provinces like Taranaki and the clubs, this this deal that got signed off yesterday? Yeah, I think it means uh, we can really we can really um, look at our community game and some initiatives around uh, the community aspect of it. And you know it's we're probably you know not immune to it down here like everybody else around the country around participation and um, you know, club health and, and things like that. Uh, so I, I think it's really good, as uh, Louis just said, the work starts now. And, you know, it's looking at uh, what our plans are going to be um, and really being able to invest um, back into our, our local game, which is, yeah. which is pretty exciting. You're new into your role. Is this going to add extra work or are you looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it, actually. Like, um, one of the one of the reasons coming back here, Ken, for you is... Um, I was always looking for an area where I'd come back and contribute locally to the local community. Uh, and I didn't really know what it was going to look like. You know, I'd been with cricket for, you know, just over 10 years. And um, for the last 12 months, I was looking for opportunities to come back to Taranaki. It's a, it's a pretty cool place to live, as you know. And, um, yeah, the job obviously came up here. And one of the things that excited me about it was the opportunity to link um, back in the community. And, and it's nice to be back where it all started so it does excite me and I'm looking forward to the work 
Hey, Mike, um, Izzy's off getting surgery today on his foot. I know that you've had prior experience with Izzy and injuries from, oh. from way back in the day when he had a broken wing, was it? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I, was, I had the pleasure of managing Izzy um, back in 2007 when he was in the under-19s and uh, playing a world championship over in, over in Belfast, of all places. And, yeah, Izzy, Izzy injured his wing, I think, in the, one of the quarterfinals, and um, he was out, so we had to keep him on. Uh, we didn't send him home, but he did a fine job of uh, organising an end of tour party. So, yeah, it's good to, I hear he's injured again, is he? Uh, he is injured again. And, and look, nobody is shocked yeah. by the fact that he's injured again or he was organising the party. But look, the point of the, where I'm trying to get to here is I think you're probably quite unique as far as a CEO goes in rugby because in your prior jobs, you have had a lot to do with players. Um, in rugby, and then obviously managing the black caps side. So, does that give you a bit of extra context and understanding of how the Silver Lake deal will impact both the professional players and the community? Yeah, I think it does. You know, and, and one thing I've seen is professional players—they still love going back and the opportunities they can. It doesn't happen very often, but they love the opportunity to go back and link back into their local community. And that doesn't matter if it's a rugby player. Or a cricketer, you know, they love going back and playing uh, the old game for their local club. You know, someone like Trent Bolt, he takes great pride in, you know, playing a game for Oda Modai, um, you know, every year. And you look at uh, you look at Baz, you know, he's um, back playing for Matamata, you know, he's pulled the boots on and I think plays for the bees there. And um, you know, and, and I think that's that's fantastic. So I think you know everybody remembers where they started, and uh, you've always got to remember that. I think, and, and even I think yourself, Kempi, you know, like. Um, I know you've done some great things down here, you know, trying to reinvigorate the league uh, down here as well, the Tony Kent Cup. And, um, and you know, so it just shows that, you know, you get people get to the elite level and they are still connected to the local community. So I think that's pretty special and I'm no different. Yeah, that's awesome. Our communities are the at the are fundamental at the at what I'm trying to do um, in giving back because that's where it all started uh, for me. Just on the on the... I guess the future of rugby union down in Taranaki. You've got, I guess, the stadium being rebuilt and and the the rebuilding of clubs. Mike, what is what is the stadium? What status is the stadium at at the moment? Yeah, so there's a tinge of green there, Kempi, so we can see the grass has been sown. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yesterday that popped up. But the big obvious thing for us is the is the stand. So it's going to be the uh, the Western stand on the um, the West Town shop side there, that's uh, almost due to be completed. So we're going to play our first two games at Bookie Park um, against Northlands and Canterbury. And what then our spot. first game at home. Yeah, that's, that's pretty special, that. Um, it's going to be Waikato uh, at the stadium. And that game, Waikato, 28th of September, um, we're playing back there. So, so that's obviously going to be a big one we're aiming for. And I think the yeah, local... Everyone, you know, locally is pretty happy that we're going to be back playing in New Plymouth. Um, although, you know, you look at the Inglewood Rugby Club, they did a hell of a job hosting us. And what's been some pretty tough times down here the last few years since we lost our stadium. So it's going to be nice to be back at our spiritual home. Something we were kicking the tyres on yesterday, being a bit presumptuous about the uh, vote going well towards the way it did, when it was probably more emphatic than we thought, was... Provinces working together with this investment and maybe looking more long-term than trying to... I know balance sheets need to be equaled out and immediate financial relief is a lot of provinces and Heartland provinces in particular want to get it straight back into the community. But trying to use this investment opportunity 
more long-term and safeguarding the game for, let's say, three, four decades ahead and whether that's investments and other things outside rugby, um, infrastructure, that sort of thing. Have you thought much about working with other provinces and pooling some of that investment? Yeah, not so much about, um, as I say, there's a lot of work to be done, not so much around pooling. Like, yeah, we do work a lot with um, the other provinces and, and one thing that's heartened me since I've come in is um, all the other CEOs from the other provincial unions, you know, they've there's a really good network. Uh, we all we all have the same issues, um, and you know we freely share ideas and, and talk about issues in our local community, and, and you pick things up from other other areas as well. So that's really heartening. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely do. Uh, Louis, think there's you know um, you can collaborate. I think collaboration is pretty important these days, and um, and even locally, just working with other with other codes and um, you know. I think the other thing too you got to remember is that everyone's looking for sustainable success and uh, sustainability going forward. So, you know, it's obviously nice to get this cash injection. Um, but as I say, there's a lot of work to be done to make sure that it's used wisely um, and that, uh, you know, we all leave the place um, hopefully in a better spot than what it was, um, you know, currently. Uh, yeah. Hey, just on this collaboration and, and working with other codes, um, one of the initiatives that I put down there, you, you're probably well aware of it, is taking rugby league into summer, rolling into the rugby season so that all the boys that are playing rugby can play league and go into the rugby mm. union fit. And after two years, Clifton, for instance, have thrown all their players down to us in Waitara, so we're getting their boys fit. They see the benefit in that. The other part of that, Mike, is the clubs, and we're doing our clubs up. As you know, Waitara have the probably the second best lights in the in the province. Do you see Taranaki Rugby Union and this collaboration with other codes, for instance, using the lights, using our club rooms that we're doing up at the moment, as a way forward um, where you where, where there are facilities that are just sitting there empty that you could utilise? Oh, definitely, yeah. Like I'd, I'd see no point in you know. Um, doubling up on, on facilities and expenses for, for all codes. So I think the more you can actually collaborate and work together, I think that would be that would be really good. And, you know, even one thing, uh, Kempi, is, I'd, you know, going forward when the stadium's all fully set up here, you know, I'd love to see, you know, all the overall codes, say, working out of um, out of that uh, sports anarchy building or something like that, you know, so we're all together. And, um, you know, so you've got touch league, uh, rugby, um, and I think the other thing too is the stadium. You know, hopefully it's a true multi-use stadium, so that you know you can have everything from your your football finals to your league finals day, um, you know, your rugby finals, and, and make it a really community event the way it used to be. I remember, you know, obviously mm. I remember too. Um, back at Rugby Park when it was, uh, you know, I remember you know the league coming and having their final days in there, and and it's actually you got a lot of people from other codes go and watch because it was a good day, good afternoon to. Uh, to go and see local fellas bashing each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make it, and that's everywhere around New Zealand. Hey, Mike, we'll let you go, yeah. but um, Kempi's a little bit confused, and we don't hold it against him, <laughs> but somehow somehow he has come out with the, the realisation that he supports the Blues in Super Rugby, which I find quite disturbing, but that's all right. Now, you... Are t- Probably t- 22 I years in Auckland. That. Probably 22 years in Auckland. <laughs> that's all right. It's just... Come on, pump the brakes. Mike, you're a proud Taranaki man, obviously. You've got Barrett's at three separate franchises. You've got Taranaki players scattered across the franchises. Who do you root for in Super Rugby? Are you confused as well? <laughs> well, now I've got to say the Chiefs were a shareholder in the Chiefs. So I'm <laughs> the Chiefs for 
I've changed my hat again. But um, I'd just like to say Kempi's club is, uh, well, his rugby club here, Clifton's going pretty bloody well at the moment. Yeah. Um, out there, they're leading the comp, and uh, Coops is doing a great job with them, and, and um, his old mate Doc Van Praa's getting a bit chirpy early in the season. <laughs> saying, uh, how well Wouldn't that played. be hard to listen to? <laughs> oh, it's very hard to listen to, yeah. And I think even uh, that other fellow Sherrick is, um, is hanging out there giving horse tips as well at the bar. <laughs> He's feeling pretty cocky. <laughs> yeah, well, they're flying to be honest, Mike. You, you obviously had a, you, you had a. Uh, you, I'm sure you've you've been involved with a horse or two in, in your time, mate. Being a good New Zealander, so you know what they're like. All trainers think that they're going to win, and then you don't really get the apologies when they lose, do you? <laughs> no, it's all part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, certainly um, we we sort of had a little dabble in just a play, I suppose, with a couple of horses. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love the. I love talking to trainers. They've helped them a start. They, they are. So if, if Kempi's confused, I don't know what trainers are, horse trainers are. I appreciate you taking the call this morning, Mike. And um, yeah, good luck for everything you're going to achieve. And I know you will with Taranaki Rugby and in this tenure. Uh, look, it's a it's a busy time, a big time to be a CEO looking after one of these provincial unions. But I think you'll agree it's extremely exciting. So all the best. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Lovely to talk and uh, go well. Beautiful stuff. Mike Good Sandel, work, Mike. Uh, one of the great Kiwis, looked after the Black Caps in a managerial role for, I think, a decade. Baz speaks so highly of him, um, really just brought a bit of leadership and stability in there. A lot of the guys speak highly of him, left to do something that he was truly passionate about, which is give back to his community, Kempe, and he's saying the right things about how they move forward with collaboration. Oh, you know, refreshing. Just I can, I can only say... Um, and Mike would understand this from from my perspective, being a a, a true um, an outright rugby league supporter in Taranaki, to have someone say, you know, let's sit down and talk about how we can all move together, um, move forward together, is truly a breath of fresh air. So I'm looking forward to going down and catching up with Mike. I'll be giving him a call, having a beer, and uh, you know, working working really hard to bring. All of our whanau together, whether they're playing rugby league or rugby union. And go the Chiefs, Kempi. There you go. Some leadership. Well, he's got to say the Chiefs because that's the franchise. 20... Taranaki sent him to the Chiefs. They used to send him to the Hurricanes. He is confused. He's been more knew... confused than me. Of course he's confused. That's what... I was being a bit of a smart ass. 20 minutes past eight. Really? That's shock. <laughs> <laughs> 20... ah, one, one, you got one back there. Um, 20 minutes past eight this morning. The US Women's Golf Open's on. I tell you what. Lind Bland, the amateur, is still leading, shooting a 65 6 under. That is quite incredible. We're going to read some texts on who wins Super Rugby after this before we chat to Pitt Morris of TAB. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.